0: Sideward.
1: Okay, um, so my article it's basically. Well, that was a quick one minute. <laughs> <laughs> Got three words second. in. Nah, boring.
0: <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so basically, what happened was M- Melody, my girlfriend, studying law, and she was talking about like lots of sort of. So you're talking about like the laws and why they're the case and do we agree with them, etc. And there was one case which I thought was quite funny and I wanted to share it with you guys, right? Yes. But first, I want to ask you a question. If this is a very open ended question, so but remember law's mainly about principle than it is about anything else, like when you make a law, right? So right. if you try to launder money, right? You try to take in a lot of money into a country illegally, but it turns out that wasn't money. Can you still be tried? Like, can you what? still be convicted?
2: But what was yes. it? If it wasn't what? money.
1: It could have just been paper. you thought it was money? This this. So this someone goes gives you a back briefcase,
3: like that, that lying thing last week. Intent.
1: This someone gives you a briefcase with something you think is loads of money, and you illegally smuggle it into a country. You get there, and it's not even money. Or similarly, similarly with drugs, you can no, try and smuggle can't. drugs You can't. In, you can't be convicted. You can't you try and smuggle drugs in which is sugar but yeah it turns out it's actually sugar can you still be convicted No. You attempted to wait are we talking can you or should you uh, in your Euro- european law can, can you, you? Like... yes no. i would
0: guess
3: no i would guess okay so let me let is... me can i give a reasons no. to why i would say yes okay so, no. hmm? i would guess yes because the if you look at it from the perspective of the law, this person is now a risk of someone doing that because just because they failed once, they clearly have intent to do it. Mm. So that'd be
1: my thought. That's a good point. Like attempted murder is obviously a uh, a thing. Yeah, yeah, failed. yeah,
2: because I did think of intent, but then I was like, but they didn't actually do. They didn't actually commit a crime. But then attempted murder, to be honest, they've probably still maybe injured the person in some way. Maybe, unless it completely. <laughs> try and went shoot wrong. someone and miss them. What's the way to attempt? The teenager shot his parents in the head, but they both survived. Yeah, but, yeah,
1: okay, but that's one very <laughs> circumstantial case. What about if you try to shoot at someone and you miss them? Should you go to prison for that?
2: Yeah. The answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. there go, yeah. Walk us past
3: the goalpost there, Maxi.
1: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, what, what's the answer? uh so the answer is uh yes you can there's a uh, if you show intent of doing something illegal oh, then you can't wow. be tried for it okay then what about this question i think i know the answer to this what about if you thought you were bringing in a lot of paper but it turns out you smuggled a load of money
2: yes because i no. say you, you're being silly you've no. been so silly can, can
3: you be tried yes if if tried means what i think it means i'm not sure it does
2: <laughs> they would have to prove... Like, can you
1: convicted of, of a crime? They would can have to be prove of money
2: beyond reasonable doubt that they did not know that it was money.
1: Yeah, put yeah the burden of the the proof in, is on the them, is The intent
3: isn't it?
0: wasn't there. The intent wasn't there. The intent was just to bring paper in. But that's yeah, what Emma's saying. The
3: burden of proof worried. is on the person then to... At least we think the burden of proof is on the person to, to prove that they had no intent to bring in money that they intended to bring in paper. Because <laughs> how do you prove yeah. that?
2: Unless it was like if you, unless it was planted on them, that's different. But if they brought it in thinking, "Ooh, I'm gonna take this," but but then, okay, but then don't, wait, don't wait, go into this
1: one too much. So I'm not so confident about the answer. <laughs> no, but then like
0: if you bring in sugar in, like you were saying, the drugs came in and then they opened it up and it was sugar. You go, I intended to bring sugar in. How proved that I didn't? And my intention wasn't to bring sugar in. Mm. I think mm. typically someone bringing in a suitcase of
3: sugar is already a bit suspicious. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, <It's like laughs> but but that's 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 neither here or there. My intention was to bring sugar in.
2: <laughs> I have, yeah.
1: But prove otherwise. Yeah. But uh, no, we yeah. So it will be then if they could track back that like in text or anything else. They're like, this looks like they thought they bought drugs in. Let's look at their phones and it says like I'm bringing heroin um for you oh so they've got to buy the money but it has then to be blatant like, it was intent it has to be blatant but no, like... you, have, yeah, you have to prove there was intent in yeah. that case oh okay and i don't think just seeing the sugar on its own is enough yeah okay then i've got one more example kind of thing um and then i'm going to go through the little story that i thought was funny okay um so the last one is someone's st- you have a bike right someone steals it the next day you see what you think is your bike but you're not sure you take the bike and it is your bike so you steal the bike back and it is your bike can you be convicted of stealing then
0: Ooh. no <sighs> but
1: i know a lot of information because you said it was my bike
0: yeah. but
3: yeah i'm going to yeah. go with i'm going to go with
1: no you think it's your bike you're not sure if it's your bike but you think it's your bike
3: yeah at what point do you find it's out at what point do you I find think... out it's your bike? Yeah, at what point? S- if when you the... go through the whole stealing process, how do you not know? Yeah, no, so but then you, verify it later. You have your
1: bike stolen. You have your bike stolen, right? And then 2 days later, you you walking down the street and you see your bike. You're like I'm pretty sure that's my bike. Yeah. You're not 100% sure, but you're pretty sure that's my bike. You steal that bike back. So now you own it, right? Yeah. And then I don't know, that person then reports that you've stolen their bike, they bought it from somebody else. And they check it out and it turns out it was or it was your bike in the first place. Like the police come in and investigate, check it out. It was your bike in the first place. Can you now be convicted of stealing your bike back? I think you could potentially In Norwegian in this is in Norwegian law. Is it European law? Oh. Uh, this is Norwegian law, so it might be different where you're from. But in Norwegian law, very specific question.
3: I would guess that you could be convicted, potential. Like, I'm trying to think bike, like, if it was a car, for example. But that's a lot of... That's obvious to know if it's your car or not. But a bike, I think you'd potentially be convicted because you've stolen some... Like, you've taken it from someone else without knowing that it was yours. Like,
0: you've taken the law Norwegian into law. your own hands. You're a vigilante. I don't know about Norwegian law, but I know about the streets, right?
1: <laughs> you know about the streets? <laughs> <laughs> the laws on the streets. And that's my bike. <laughs>
3: Come and take it off me. <laughs> it's like using using yeah. the, the, the... I don't know. I was going to say using the murder, but I guess it doesn't work out. But like it's being a vigilante. Like you've taken the law into your... Just because someone stole it from you doesn't mean you can steal it
1: back. That makes sense. But I don't know. I'm, I think I'm just you're trying right. I think up.
2: you can be convicted. Yeah. <laughs>
1: this is sucks. So interestingly... The law bloody sucks. I'm going to look at Melody for confirmation. But interestingly, you can be convicted for stealing. Right? But if you go through the whole procedure lawfully, then your bike will be returned to you. Because if you go to the police and you say, that person might have bought the bike from somebody, but the person that sold it to him never owned the bike. So when it goes to the courts, eventually you're gonna get your bike back. They say, well, you own the bike, so it had no right to be sold around the line. And the person that sold that bike to the next person was actually stealing that person's money essentially, because he didn't sell him anything. He had nothing to sell to him. So if you go through the correct procedures, you'll get your bike back. But if you try to steal the bike yourself, you're you can be convicted of stealing.
0: Wow.
1: Unless unless you're hundred percent sure it's your bike. You're hundred percent sure it's your bike and there's a code on it to prove it's yours, then you're not stealing. But if you're like that looks like my bike, then uh you can get convicted for stealing, even if it is yours. Can you, instead of um stealing
0: the, the bike, can you take it you go, I'm taking this for evidence to take, the police take station. Take the
2: wheels off. I'm so taking you... it to
0: the police station. No, you can't do that. No, <laughs> Oh.
2: Come with me. Huh. <laughs> mm. Yeah, laws are a bit crazy. But yeah, anyway, there really? they were lots
1: of little examples, but now I'm going to talk to you about a classic Nigerian scam. okay Which um, happened in Norway. This is a true story. Okay. It happened in 2000. Well, the, it was tried in 2004 in Norway, right? Go. And it happened in 2000. So basically, there was some Nigerian... Um, There was a Nigerian citizen that contacted a Norwegian company and he basically explained to them, he said, I'm contacting your company because I have 17 million US dollars. So straight away you're like, oh, good one. But for some reason they went further than this. So there's 17 million US dollars that this person in Nigeria has and it come from their deceased husband who made some dodgy deal with the Russians. And now the Nigerian authorities are trying to like check it out. So they need to move the money somewhere, right? So we need to transfer the money. We need to get it out of Nigeria and they want to move it to Norway. Um, and in return, this Norwegian company can get 25% of that money back. <laughs> so they can get 4 million US dollars if they uh, let them move the money to them, like to to Norway. And then the, the, the guy who like was, <laughs> yeah, the guy that was being contacted was like, okay, uh, let me check this out. So he went to a lawyer, like a very like renowned lawyer and said, hey, um, I got this email, what do you think? He's like, that's bullshit, like, ignore it. But then he spoke to some other people and then some business partners in Dubai or something thought it was legit. So he was like, okay, I, I prefer that answer. So I'm going to go with this is a legit <laughs> thing, right? So then then he goes along with it. He's like, okay, let's now talk to them. Um, and then it's they, they go back and forth a bit and it turns out that he's like, okay, well, for some reason, I'm not sure about this one, he needs to get the money to Germany first, right? So then he contacts the friend in germany to say okay like can you set up a bank account and we're going to bring this money in like cash and then we're going to put it into your bank account and then we're going to move from your bank account into our bank account and for you we'll give you forty, four, forty thousand dollars or something you know you can have a load of money too so that, now they're just chucking money out left right and center and dragging people into this <laughs> big scam right <laughs> they eventually meet these people in germany <laughs> right yeah and then the people who got they have 17 million dollars on them right they're saying we need 5500 dollars expenses cuz we had to get here right yeah. so the guy that like, gives them 5500 dollars expenses so they can't use it from the cash in their suitcase because this is the key thing all the cash in the suitcase is stained in this black tar which can only be removed by a specific chemical which costs 70,000 US dollars to to produce <laughs> <laughs> wait yeah does that make sense
2: yeah, yeah yeah it makes
1: sense so far i'm in yeah, oh, I'm gonna so going so they whatever they have to pay. this is nigerian to, to able...
2: authorities
1: okay so first what happens Melody's confirmed with me here so what happens is they get the they, it's like a magic trick basically they get the some of the money in the suitcase and they they put it in this acid and it turns back into real money it looks like hundred dollar bills yeah like, oh like this looks legit and then they do it to a lot, a lot of them and they're like It seems random enough. I'm assuming all of this is real money, and in that suitcase, yeah. Oh, and then after that as well, they go to the bank (laughs) with that money and they cash it in.
2: Oh, okay. They
1: go to the bank with the money, they cash it in. They're like, "This is real hundred dollar bills." So I'm assuming all this money is real hundred dollar bills. So now I'm I'm really sold on this idea. Like this is definitely money. Yeah. So, in order for them to be able to access this money, they have to pay seventy thousand dollars to these Nigerians for them to develop the acid, and then give them the acid so that they can access their money. So they first they transferred them $5,500 for them to get to Europe and back and hotels. And then they um, pay them another $70,000 to get access to the acid. And they say to the Nigerians then, can we have the money then? And they say, well, we haven't got all the money at the moment. This is just some of it. The rest of it is in our safe house in a Nigerian embassy in Germany somewhere. And they're like, what? Okay. And then they contact like some Germany, German authorities or the people in Germany, like, check it out. And this building doesn't exist. Scam yeah Uh, right yeah you can sort of imagine the rest of the story so they they the nigerians basically give them this fake money flee never give them any more money they say oh we delivered the money didn't you get it and they're like no you didn't get it and now they're trying to get lawyers on their asses and whatever else but they have no money like this isn't real money they just gave these people about eighty thousand us dollars for no reason and then the question which is why this story is relevant to everything else is when they go to norwegian court Should they get in trouble for trying to launder money into the country when they've actually just been scammed themselves? So they just lost a load of money and now they're about oh. to get tried in the Norwegian court themselves.
2: Oh. Oh.
0: oh so it wasn't trying to get the prove the Nigerians wrong. It's like you're trying to scam money. Oh, so they're gonna get smacked twice.
2: Yeah. So they've lost money and then they could get <laughs> into serious trouble for trying to launder money. Man. Is that essentially? And are you asking yeah. whether they did get caught? I mean, get thingied? Well, I'm yeah, like
1: I, I just, I like, guess, yeah, I guess I'm That's asking crazy. that.
2: I am
0: super impressed by that guy, the Norwegian bloke, right? Because I was getting confused in the story. So how they kept up with the Nigerians' demands was incredible. Like,
2: like, pay me five thousand to
0: come to Europe. Hookline the-
2: and, and sinker, yeah. he was in was yeah. like millions of dollars. Okay, I mean, but in. you get
0: those letters, don't you?
2: you uh, well, like- I've had heaps of like random stuff or calls saying, um, calling from the uh, the tax office, and uh, it's like a recorded message, and you're going to go to jail if you don't, whatever. Yeah, and like <gasps> hang up now. But um, it's it is sad because so many people do get scammed. Like, yeah, so many people still. Yeah. Like still, still, and we all know about scams and everything like that. But they make it look so scams, so legitimate. This was back
1: in 2000, so I guess then because the internet was still relatively new, it might have been easy to fall for. But this guy took out loads of personal loans to like try and get this chemical, and sent a lot more money as well afterwards. And then so he was like, he was nearly bankrupting himself to try and get hold of this 17 million. US dollars which is going to change his life and then he went to court and then he got put in jail for three years oh
2: <laughs> so that was the and end of the story his
1: wife. his wife divorced him as well oh. <gasps> oh yeah so he got fired from his company his wife divorced him he went to jail for three years and he just spent about over a hundred grand US dollars wow I mean, because of an email that wow. sounds about right though yeah oh. three years in jail
3: Okay. Well, I just I just mean in terms of like yeah, but- that the fact that you guys are shocked about that surprises me because the guy tried to launder money like that okay. <laughs> like he should no, be penalized for that. No, but did he
2: know it was laundering money cuz didn't he say yes. the Nigerian um, person said he was from the Nigerian authorities like No, no. He said no. he got
0: the money off the Russians.
2: Like yeah, he knew
1: it was, was bad money. He who didn't did say he... necessarily if it was good or bad money. He just said I got money from Russians, but the Nigerian authority they're checking it out, and they don't want them to find the money, so that implies it's bad money. Yeah, that. Oh. I mean, and yeah. then yeah, and then the way the transaction as well is a reasonable person is going to believe that is not a normal way to do the transaction. So it's is they're very they're pretty sh- they know what they're doing kind of thing, and yeah. the courts obviously found that.
3: Yeah, like uh, put it in this perspective. If Bev did all of that, Emma, do you think you'd stay with him?
2: No, <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I get it, but like, yeah, that's uh You kind of feel sorry for him in a strange way.
0: Okay, at what point Why? of the at what point of the scam would you would you stop? The beginning, at the beginning. <laughs> yeah,
2: the 13er. I nearly got scammed.
0: <laughs> you you did.
2: Well, we were selling our sofa and our, our sofa from when when we were moving yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. And then I got a this was on Gumtree and oh, then, and then you rang me up. And then someone said, "Oh, I'd love yeah, I want to see your sofa. Or I'll buy your sofa." And I think they offered more than what I was selling it Yeah, that's for. right. And but they said <laughs> um yeah, as
3: as you normally it? do when people sell stuff.
2: No, but they said you have to <laughs> bid with themselves. <laughs> <laughs> what did they say? They oh. said,
0: "Give me the transport money." That's yeah, what they said.
2: Tr- trans because they were overseas. They were
0: overseas or something.
2: And I was like, "That's really bizarre." And in Australia as well. I was, yeah. at, work. I was
0: at work. I was at work. I remember this. And you I was never
2: going to do it because I was like, that, "That's a but." That's you ra- you Dodge rang man. me.
0: You rang me, and you said, "Um, they want me to transfer one hundred twenty-five dollars so they can see the, the 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 sofa." And I was like, "No."
2: <laughs> yeah, and then some no but then something else after that and they were calling from either south africa or nigeria i can't remember where it was and i was like like i i don't know put in the number or whatever and it was like scam 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 and i was like yeah man you guys are dodging.